Everybody, welcome to Perspectives with Catherine Tune. I am so excited because a dear, dear, dear sister of mine, Lisa Couture Wentworth, did I say that correctly? I love the middle and the end. It's awesome. <laughs> is on, and I so many of you know and love her, but I had to bring her on. How are you doing, Lisa? I'm doing great, Catherine. Yeah. It's good to see you face to face. I know, like as as it is in Zoom land. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> yes. So for those of you who don't know Lisa, number one, you will fall in love with her. It's just what it is. So just get that settled in your mind. I'm going to read a little bit of her bio and then we're going to go. I know you have God's showing you stuff all the time. So we're going to talk about that. So uh, her bio, Jesus changed my life. It was about 11 years ago as I emerged from the end of a 17 year marriage that I began to experience an encounter, a perfect love like no other, what I now refer to as the honey love of God. Abba Father captivated, wooed, and drew me back to wholeness. I felt his kindness, his healing, his generosity welling up from within during this time. And then, like it says in Song of Songs, his banner over me was love. He is nothing like we were taught. Born and raised in New England, I am a mom, a brand new grandmom, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. But what I am most connected to today is who I am, securely nestled in the love of the Father. I like to call him Abba. He taught me who I am and who I always have been. He restored my life, even from the pain and torment of a chaotic childhood, but we are completely loved by him. My passion today is to help others see who they are too in Christ, whole, loved, always forgiven, and belonging to Jesus. We are victorious. My ministry is to tell the world of his goodness of God and they be- that they belong to him. I spend time with my family often, and my heart's desire is also to someday own a home for single moms who are in need of a place to live. I will spend the rest of my days proclaiming the love of Jesus to the world that is so awesome. You can tell why we track, right? I love it. It's so beautiful. So you, yay. I just had to share that. And I know you have so much to share. Uh, and this is kind of the Christmas season. Even if you're watching it out of turn, this will work for you in July. I promise. Uh, yeah. but I know God showed you something this morning when you woke up. Would you mind sharing that? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I kind of had it in my mind already what I was going to be talking to you about. And, um, but I was thinking yesterday, you know, is there anything else? You know, is there anything else, God, just to share? And then this morning I woke up and like right out of my sleep, um, God dropped this word in me and it was really powerful. I felt so I, I thought, you know, this must be for today and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to read it. I'd like to share it. Um, cause I felt really powerful. Um, like it was a really powerful word. Yeah. So. And so it kind of, it goes like this. I actually wrote it down right, right when I woke up in my phone. Nice. Um, but it says that it's the season of Christmas. And while we know December 25th isn't necessarily when Jesus was actually born, this is the time we celebrate his coming and Advent. No other little G God is alive, but Jesus, he's alive. He's alive. 
He was raised from the dead, conquering the death that came through the first Adam, and we raised with him. We have this very alive God living inside of us. Many of us, unfortunately, lack this knowledge and awareness, and some even shake a fist and avoid participation with the triune God. But that never changes the fact that Jesus is alive, very much so. He wants to walk with us in union in this life here on earth, to be the strength in our weakness and the power in our lives of love, to love the unloving and those that we see as unlovely. And many people try today to say he isn't real or make him like just another guru. Or heck, some people even in the church today are making him an allegory. But I know he's very much alive. I've heard his voice. I've felt his touch. I've experienced miracles of healing. I know him. Mostly, I felt the hand of healing in my own life. Jesus, who is God incarnate, beautiful Jesus, he loves like honey, he loves like no other. Ah. So good. Oh my goodness. I Just love let that. that pour right over I know. You. I'm feeling it. I've got the honey dripping. It is, I'm happy. <laughs> I may not be very coherent for a while, but I'm happy. <laughs> and it's I all about the encounter, too. right? It's all about that encounter, which is so amazing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love it. What a beautiful thing for the Christmas season and every day of the year. Wow. So yeah. now, you, we were talking earlier and you were, I, I know your heart is this whole revelation of the honey love of God. Yes. So, you know, just feel free. I will partake okay. as you are sharing. <laughs> awesome. Um, so it kind of started, well, I mean, to be honest with you, it's kind of started from the beginning, but, but it manifested or started to really become real to me. Um, I'd say right out of the gate from my divorce, when I started to encounter the love of God, like I just felt this drawing. It's always this drawing in my heart and my spirit, this love, this warmth, this like safety. And I didn't grow up knowing a God like that. You know, mm-hmm. you, you um, learn things that come from more religious side of things and God's distant and he's angry and he's usually mad at you shaking a fist, you know, about the stuff you do in your life that just is always falling short. But, um, but that wasn't what I experienced out of, out of the gate from this divorce, you know, I started to experience this beautiful love and this beautiful love was what began to wake me up and, and to see him rightly was actually drawing from within me who I actually am and not that, that broken, you know, mistaken identity of who I thought I was. You know, based on this world system and what everyone right. tells you, voices and what lies, religion tells you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. and, they, and their experience lies a lot tells of you. Times. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I started to really just experience that in my own life, and and it's just been one thing after another. After you know, going through a very very difficult time, divorce is difficult, and um, it's hard. You know, um, but about two, I'd say two or three years ago. Uh, there was this, you know, I'm, I'm on social media a lot. I, I, um, I enjoy social media. I enjoy sweats where we met, <laughs> you know, and, um, I enjoy connecting with people and interacting and I've learned a lot and whatnot, but there was this picture that came up on my feed of this woman who was very, um, her face was fragmented. It was just fractured, mm-hmm. a lot of jagged yeah. edges in the face. It was, mm-hmm. you know, 
And I, I immediately, I was getting, I was getting ready for work and I immediately got this word dropped in me again from the father and a, a vision and then a scripture. And, um, so the, the word that I got was, um, about, um, this honey love that I was coming to know the sweetness mm-hmm. of honey, you know, yes. in Christ. And that I, I got this picture of the honey love of God, just taking this jagged, just disjointed identity and bringing it together as wholeness and want. And, uh, and it was so beautiful. And then I got the scripture in Isaiah 61 and um, I actually printed, printed it just for this, just to to read a couple parts of it in the, it's in the passion. She was prepared. Yes. Go. (laughs) I'd love to hear it in the passion. Mm -hmm. The passion translation was something that actually God used to help me know his love. So oh, I so recommend it. Yes, I recommend <laughs> but it. But it's in Isaiah and it says, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. just read the parts that I underlined, but it talks about the spirit of the Lord. Yahweh is wrapped mm-hmm. around me. I love how Brian mm-hmm. Simmons I says that. He's wrapped that. around So us. good. You know? Everybody feel yeah. his wrapping right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're his Christmas present. You get to be wrapped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it says, um, because Yahweh's anointed me as a messenger mm-hmm. to preach good news to the poor sent me to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted. Yes. And to tell captives, you are free. You are free. And to tell prisoners, be free from your darkness. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's mm-hmm. grace. And then yes. further down in verse three, it says to strengthen those crushed by despair. Right. And then it says to give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, mm-hmm. the oil of bliss instead of tears. The mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. And then further down, it says, because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness planted by Yahweh as a living display of his glory. Mm. And uh, so there's just this, this message in that of restoration, mm-hmm. right? Redemption, reconciliation. And I so I see, you know, this image of this woman with the fragmented identity. And mm. I think of my own life and my own right. life. I've had fragmented a, identities. Had a, yeah. Yeah. Fragmented identity, just from just different life experiences that mm-hmm. have hurt me. And I've hurt myself too. Mm-hmm. And um, so this image of the honey love of God, and then God gives me this scripture and, and immediately I feel a provoking in my heart. Like that's what I want to do. I want to be that person, that, that person that is helping people, in this same way, we're anointed now, right? We, we are. are the, we are. We are can't the, help uh, it. Yeah, yeah. We're we're priests, you know, yes, and we're, yes. we're people that carry a message, a living. We're living epistles with yes. word, a word from God. So this was on my heart, like that. Someday, I want to. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know if it's a ministry. I don't know what if it's well, like Lisa. Let me just help you a little bit. You are already in ministry. So, I mean, you can't help it. You grocery shop, you're in ministry. I mean, like you share it, right? Uh, Because that that honey is just spread all over the place. It's so, and you know, not everybody always has eyes to see, but you already are. So like, and this is part of my heart is to kind of champion you because people need to know Lisa and then the gorgeous message and revelation that she carries. So yeah, let's not be, we're not waiting on squat. We're just growing where we're at. And, um, and you know, I, I know so many people on social media, they just resonate. You're just bringing life to people. 
And that same healing that you experience with that fragmentation of your identity, your brokenhearted and all those different things that were referred yeah. to in Isaiah 61, man, as, as your identity has come into clearer and clearer and clearer focus, you can't help. It's the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God and releasing creation from its bondage. And that's what you're doing because you're sharing that. So yeah. you're smack dab in the middle of it and growing and what it will be. I don't know. I don't know what mine will be, but it's, <laughs> Be awesome because it's yeah. you and Jesus and you, you, you carry it, you release it. You can't help to, I mean, yeah. you know, even when you're, I mean, and, and Lisa has a killer sense of humor. So I just <laughs> go to her. I don't, don't like surf a lot just because I don't have a ton of time, but I love going to her feet and just looking. I was, I just chuckle. It's just perfect. <laughs> so I love that. I love that, but it's yeah. that honey love of God that healed your heart. And then yeah. you can release it. I mean, this is my same story for me. Yeah. But um, so tell me um, kind of how you grew. What did you suffer from if you're if you feel okay to share it? Um, sure. And then how did the Lord work that out in your story? Um, so I think like like most people, I, what I'm learning, um, you know, uh, I left I left a job if I could just kind of segue, but but it ties in. Um, I left my job, a corporate job in the beginning of this year because I had this desire within me to, um, I just felt the draw of God saying, you know, it's time for change nice. and I'm, I'm, I'm moving you. And even though uh, I didn't have a job, I trusted, I trusted. And, um, and so it was scary at first, but then God started kind of unveiling, you know, just, uh, more and more to me. And, um, me being drawn towards this place of, especially with women, um, but all people, but especially women, yeah. identity, yes. our identity in Christ. There's so many people with identity crisis and because they're not, they're not walking in the revelation of who they are, you know, who, who Christ has, you know, I think of Peter, right? When, when Jesus said, who do, who do people say that I am? And right. Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And right. Jesus says, you know, that the heavens revealed that to you. And, um, and then he says, and you're Peter, right? Isn't it interesting that once Peter saw Christ, mm -hmm. Jesus as right. Christ, mm -hmm. he now sees himself as he is. And, and that's the order you yes. awaken to God unveiled. And then yes. God reveals you to you. And what I love in the next chapter, then Jesus, like that's the Mount of Transfiguration is the next chapter. And so yeah. Jesus is like fully unveiled yeah. because yeah. they were able to see him in the spirit yeah. and they were tracking with who they are. And now you can kind of handle, well, I mean, I don't know if how well they handled it because Peter was like, blah, 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 you know, let's build, yeah. you know. <laughs> Tabernacles, but I, I don't think I'd do any better, quite finicky. Um, but, you know, but then God is able to reveal the fullness and he's saying, it's not the law, it's not the pro, but me and me and you. Yes. And yes. this is who you are. Yes. And this is one of the ways how God heals our identities. So I love yes. that. I'm sorry. I just yes. had to. So no, that's go beautiful. Back, back, back to Lisa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and to that, what you're saying, you know, God spoke to them and said, you know, no, 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 not, not a Moses, not Elijah. This is my son, hear him. And I think that's a part of the story Yeah, is that we can hear God. Each of us can hear God and, Beautiful. and 
you know, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and mm-hmm. they come to me, they follow me. And, and so it's so important to know that we can hear God, each of us. In fact, people yeah. that I hear this all the time, like, I don't know how to hear God. And I'm like, you probably hear him now. <laughs> all the time. Yes. You know? So and, true. Um, and, and because of things we've been taught about separation, we get very, you know, weird about that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's God. That's, you know, it's like, you know, and, right. and there's just this place of trust. Mm-hmm. that we can build through through love i think his love that's shed abroad with us mm-hmm. in our hearts but anyway so i i probably walked through it my own life very similar to a lot of other people experiencing a lot of stuff in childhood that was not pretty you know there's you too dang it yeah i yeah, get it I know. there's chaos yeah. and there's mm-hmm. stuff that as little children we can we don't understand and mm-hmm. we get to a place and i was just reading in a book i'm reading right now um called the body keeps the score <laughs> anyway it's that we can hold you know um a lot of stuff within us mm-hmm. because we felt unsafe at the time oh wow so you're talking about body memories tissue memories yeah yeah so and then That's later on deal. in your life something happens that like triggers you and you're mm-hmm. like what why do i feel this way and it's like exactly. because your body's holding a memory mm-hmm. but god comes in the midst of all of this yeah. stuff and pours into us that love he pours into us this, this, what I call the honey love. And, um, and, and, and I just picture this love, this, this, you know, honey is sweet and consistency. Mm-hmm. It's and it sweet. also has healing properties. It does. It's you know, got a, it's you really look up true. the prop. Yeah. Sorry. You look up all that honey does raw mm-hmm. honey, raw honey, like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously not, not Unpro- honey, unprocessed, honey, unprocessed. whatever. Yes. <laughs> but it's got a lot of healing properties. And I found out that the second ingredient is water. So mm. Jesus is the living water, right? Wow, we still wow. we get the whole package, don't we? Yeah, we get yeah. the sweetness, we get the healing, we get the living water. I mean, seriously, yeah. as sons and daughters, we get it all, and yeah. it's after, as we awaken to Him and us and all of that, yeah. and uh, yeah. what actually was accomplished on the cross and all of that. But so it's so amazing, it's beautiful. Yeah. So you know, so as I I think journeyed through my life growing up and and just life experiences, trauma, different stuff yeah. that happened, stuff that I've done, you know, I did, um, that caused me my, myself pain and, and fragmented my identity mm-hmm. into something that, and I think it probably grieves the father's heart because he sees creation that he sure. made in this beauty, just, you know, going their own way. Right. And, um, but, but, and it's not good for grace, us. It hurts. No. It harms us. There's destruction, yes. alienation, although we, sometimes we think it's freedom. Uh, yes. we're just, we're just confused. There's a reason yeah. why we're called lost. Yeah. And, right. It's like, yeah. come find me. Where am I? <laughs> and I yeah. was lost. I mean, right. You know, but even, even in my, even in my kind of, um, journey through awakening, um, I speak about, um, just his kindness and goodness, you know. Yeah. I get I get a little passionate. I'd say zealous when I see people in the body of Christ railing on people or railing against sin oh, or yeah. ra- just condemnation sure. and that kind of stuff. I get zealous because yeah. um, I know there is no there aren't there aren't any people that come <laughs> into knowing Christ mm-hmm. in that way, mm-hmm. right? They and, no, and if they it, do, it creates they don't, a, a barrier. Right. It create it totally create. There's no condemnation, Christ Jesus. It is illegal in the kingdom. 
And so condemnation, and I, and I can so relate because I suffered from such condemnation. So now I have this really sensitive barometer. It's like, ooh, there's condemnation happening. Yeah. So I get it. I'm really passionate about that. It cuts you off at the knees, right? And there's no hope. It's just despair, right? And, And I, and I feel like. I got so much love in the place of darkness. Like mm-hmm. I was living my life at the time. I was living in a pretty dark place and mm-hmm. I didn't even realize how dark I was mm-hmm. at the time. And, you know, I think a song of songs, it talks about, oh gosh, what is it? It's in song of songs one that talks about beauty and darkness is kind of, oh, you know, in my darkness, God sees beauty, I guess is what oh, I'm wow. saying. But so I see myself as dark you know, as I look back at that, but God wasn't speaking to me in that place. And this is when I started to hear his voice. Mm. Early on, I started to hear his voice. I'm telling you, there's nothing like hearing the voice of God in the, in the, in the midst of, you know, whatever you're doing. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you feel an impression on your heart or you hear his voice speak Mm -hmm. something to you. And you just like, it melts me. It melts me because it's always a tenderness. It's always Mm. this place of wooing and drawing, you know, even like when we talk about the discipline of God in my life in when he's disciplined me, it's never been like, oh, chastisement. It's been, no, 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 that's not who you are. He's right. like, you know, come back over here. This is who you are. And uh, so it's love, right? When we mm-hmm. love people, we want them to be like, I, I was speaking about this uh, last night with some people, you know, love wants people out of bondage. Yes. You know, love doesn't look at a person in bondage and just go, eh, we'll just ignore it. Obviously we're not the sin police either. We're not walking around, you know, right. Calling out people's sin, but there's a place that within us, like Christ did with me, where we say, this is not who you are, you know, and we want to tell people who they are. They're empowered because Mm -hmm. of who lives within them and who they belong to. So that's kind of been my personal journey where where in my dark places, I've always felt it, the grace and the mercy and just the kindness and love and that, like I said, that honey Beautiful. sweetness just wooing me. Like, uh, and, yes. and even when, and, and you know, I I know you probably this way too, and I know other people that are this way too, but we can be the hardest on ourselves mm-hmm. and the most unforgiving on ourselves. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that actually manifests out. Oh, it totally does. I think that's the hardest place. I know the Lord has had, has, um, really done a huge work in me with the self love. Um, because, you know, where we don't love ourselves, we would never talk to someone else, usually if we have a tender heart, um, in the way that we talk to ourselves. And he really kind of nailed me in in a kind way, right? That's not who you are. But, um, it was a very long healing process because I had so much self-hatred and I felt so dirty and blah, 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 blah. And, yeah. um, and I finally learned for myself that what helped me is I could look at myself in the mirror. I'm going to look at the camera because it's really important. Look myself in the mirror and I could, even when I really screwed up or when I just felt all that condemnation start flooding in or self-hatred flooding in, I finally learned that Goodness, if I'm supposed to love myself, I need to be patient and kind to myself. What would patient and kind look like? And I started to pat myself on the shoulders like, it's okay, Catherine. You're going to do better. 
you know, I really did. And actually it just helped me, it comforted me. I learned how to get on my own side. And I think mm. that's so important because coming from a condemning background, um, you know, it's kind of intrinsic. And then as yeah. we internalize that, we condemn outward. And that's yes. why that spirit of religion is so toxic because yes. it's death. It's just death yes. on the inside and it, it manifests on the outside. Yeah. And that is antichrist. So anyway, it is. Back, it is. back it to is. you, Lisa, but it was yeah. really good. <laughs> and that's why I think I get a zeal in me, you know, like I, yeah. I, I just, there's something rises up in me that says, you know, where were you or how were you when, how did Jesus treat you mm-hmm. when you were dark? Right. When you were in that darkness. That's the same way that we should be treating others. Right. With mercy exactly. and kindness and proclaiming to them truth. We have a ministry of reconciliation, not condemnation. Exactly. And proclaiming to people who you are. And I tell people all the time, you belong to Jesus. Well, exactly. And, and really the sin issue is an identity issue out it of is. which behavior, destructive behavior flows. And so yes. as you speak to the person, to yourself, to others, to the person as they really are, as God is leading you, because we're more beautiful than we know, yes. right? And we're more holy and whole than we know. And so we're just growing in the knowledge of that. That's what God, God, if, if you're hearing a voice, that's not that. That's not patient and kind. You're not hearing the voice of love. And God is always patient and kind, even in his correction. And yes. sometimes he doesn't let us off the hook because he loves us. Yeah. But it's always to build up. It's, it's never to tear down because he yeah. knows how amazing you look and how amazing you are. And it's always to yes. bring that. That's being conformed into the image of Christ, which is gorgeous. So yeah. yeah. So I'm totally so tracking. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any voice that's coming in with uh, judgment or condemnation or making you feel less than mm. is not the voice of the Holy exactly. Spirit. It's not the voice of Jesus, it's not mm-hmm. the voice of the Father. And, um, and I was grateful because even I see, I didn't, I didn't really grow up in church. Um, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't think you did either. As Mm-mm, I recall. No, I didn't. I was yeah. a, Heathen. Yeah. <laughs> we were secular humanists. Yeah. Anyway. My mom, my mom had us in Sunday school because she, oh. you know, it was kind of a cultural thing mm-hmm. and she knew there was a goodness in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but after Sunday school, I, I, we didn't do church and, and, um, and I always feel like I felt like I look back now and I always felt like I had a heart for God, but I didn't, I couldn't see him. Mm-hmm. See, when we're in condemnation, when we're yeah. in chaos, when we're in trauma, when, we, when we're in the things of this world, we can't see him clearly. Mm-mm. It's like a veil. There's still a veil in, in our mm-hmm. minds and mm-hmm. in, in our hearts. And so the, it talks about the parable of the soul and the different conditions of the heart and that, that we can't receive the seed, but the seed mm-hmm. is still, the seed's still there and it's still being watered. God's completely always watering it. I could remember back different times in my life where God showed up here, there, and I, and I knew I, in hindsight, I can see it. Back then I didn't know I was blind. Um, but anyway, he, he's, uh, um, he's just always, uh, teaching us through kindness and teaching us how to hear him. Right. And early on, because I think I didn't have the church, the religious background, mm-hmm. I believe very strongly this was a big, uh, part of how I was able to hear his voice so early on because I didn't have the religious teachings. Exactly. You know, it says doctrines of man make the word of no effect. Mm-hmm. And so when you're filled with doctrines, when you're filled with church teachings, 
when you do hear a word, it cause it can cause you to almost like what you know, like as right. And you're just always you're always unsure because unless the pastor from the pulpit says it, or it's not found in the bylaws or the doctrines of man, then it right. must not be true, right? Right. And uh, but early on, God was teaching me how to hear Him. I was in a Bible study. This is kind of funny. I'll tell this little quick story because it was kind of funny, but it was in pain, it was painful too. But I was in a Bible study and I was on fire for the Lord and I just Aww. had this smile on my face all the time and I just wanted everyone to know Jesus. And I was in this Bible study and I was just like, I love my family. I just want them all to know Jesus. I pray for them every day. And this guy blurts out, maybe they're not selected. Oh, and no. I, was like, uh, <laughs> I just looked at him and I said, what did you just say? Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I won't get into the details of it, but it unraveled in understanding in this particular Bible study was a lot of Calvinists, <laughs> people Clearly. believing, you know, and, and, and anyway, I had never heard of this. And God I loves the Calvinists too, but yes, he does yeah. deliver us from but evil. Was, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was like, I literally was going home in tears because mm-hmm. I, when I found out what that meant, I was like, that's you, God. I don't even want to know you. Right. You know, right. and so see how religion can come in and, and mm-hmm. it thwarts the mm-hmm. thwarts the love of God and it thwarts the, mm-hmm. the word of God. But in that place, every week when I was, I continued to go, I didn't really even know, I didn't have a good uh, handle on scripture at the time, but God was feeding me things that I was saying. Mm-hmm. And as I was <clears> saying <throat> that things and pushing back on this doctrine, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, you know, like, I, I, gee, I, didn't, I never thought of that. And and in hindsight, at the time, I didn't see it. But in hindsight, this was God teaching me to hear him, right? Like what he said on the tra- Mount of Transfiguration, mm-hmm. you know, hear my son, not not the law and the prophets, which right. I think would represent today the church system. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Um, it was a church so, system back then, too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so... So learning the voice of God and trusting the voice of God, I mm-hmm. think that's a very big deal too, because we're yeah. taught, you know, kind of this place of separation. And one day I heard Holy Spirit when I was trying to decide on something and I was fearful and I was like, I'm not sure what I should do. And, I, it, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit, I heard a sweet whisper that I hear the whisper of God a lot it's beautiful. and sweet and it rests on my spirit. And I mm. just go, ah. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, God. You know, because right. yes. I know it's Him, because it brings right. me the spirit of peace. Exactly. The, Jesus, the Prince of Peace, right? Now, so I, one day I it was like, um, I heard this voice of God, the whisper say, you know, step out, Lisa, I go with you. Aw. And if, if you get off track, what does it say? Uh, I'll, I'll say, this is the way, walk in it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. back over here, come back over here. Right. And I, I brought me this peace and, and I was like, oh, I'll never be afraid again. Like I'm going to get some sort of punishment if I get, you know, right off track for, get, you'll for get, one minute. You'll de- get deselected. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. I'm sorry. And see, <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, God, um, Jesus said, um, or he didn't say, but Paul said, you know, it's the spirit of the Lord. I'm sorry. It's for freedom that Christ came. Yes. It's for freedom that Christ came. Mm-hmm. So we are to, I believe, be poised from a place of freedom. Yeah. And rest. Absolutely. Not this constant striving and worrying and mm-hmm. fear and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I see it a lot. And Boy, I, I, I do too. too. I mean, it's. And my heart is to, to be able to help people 
understand who they are in Christ. There's freedom and it's, there's not this place of striving. Yeah. You know, there's no hamster wheel. Oh, if you're God. on a hamster get, wheel. Get off the wheel. Get off the wheel. I was on a hamster wheel. Yeah. And at one season of my life and, um, I got off the hamster wheel, but you know, I look back and I said to myself, I was an orphan. Yeah. Well, orphans, on a hamster wheel. Exactly. We're still I mean. trying to get back to God. We're still trying exactly. to get acceptance. Exactly. Still trying to do enough. I got to do ministry. I got to do right. I got to get my identity from the ministry to be good enough to be acceptable before God. I got to perform. I'm all alone doing it and I can never rest. Yeah. The triad for the orphan heart, but absolutely. And it's so true. I wanted to back up a little bit because I just felt like maybe some people don't know, uh, what Lisa was referring to with this Calvinist, one of the, one of the key, um, uh, truths asserted, or put it that way, asserted truths of the Calvinist. It's not really true is that God selects some people to go to heaven and some people to go eternal conscious torment. And you never know what you are really. It's kind of interesting, though, that the people that believe in this never really believe it's them that are yeah. selected to go to eternal conscious torment. It's the other guy. But anyway, it's it's a doctrine of demons. I, I don't, I'm not trying to be nasty, but it really is. Yeah. I mean, and it's so when I was saying deliver from evil, I wasn't talking about the Calvinists because they're precious. They You just don't know what yeah. you don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Um, yeah. But that doctrine just puts people in torment. And yes, it, it either does. puts you in pride because you're one of the selected, yeah. which is a false yeah. prop, or it puts you in torment because you figured, well, you know, I must be one of the unselected. That's just, there's like yeah. a lose-lose and God yeah. is in win-win. He adores yeah. all his creation. So I just thought That's I'd right. clarify that for, cause I kind of yeah. felt like maybe someone doesn't know. So anyway, yeah. it, and you can yeah. see how much bondage that was. Yeah. And then when you were hearing that sweet honey voice of God, that quiet, yeah. it was never anything like that. It brought yeah. peace. And, and- and that's important because the, the father was teaching me his nature and character yes. in this season, even though I didn't really know him, know him for a long time. I knew him in here, right? Yeah. I, he puts everything on our hearts. The mm-hmm. law is written on our heart, not the Ten Commandments law, but I believe the law of Christ. The law, the of, law love, of Christ, the law of love. Yeah. Yes. yes. And so it was so contrary to the God I knew. Mm-hmm. I, I was coming home and I was like, if that's who you are, I don't even want to know you. And I was like, like it no was kidding. so contrary. Yeah. And and so, and I feel bad because I know these things happen to people all the time in the church they and do. it causes them to walk away. And, and, but with, but he had me the whole time and he was not only, not only did he have me, but he was like actually feeding me yeah. things to in say because I was hearing his voice. And so mm-hmm. I was, it was a training ground for me, so to speak. And I was learning. And so he, Hearing your, hearing the voice of God, I think is so important. And it's so crucial and it's so individual. If God is a God of love, he's relational, which means he wants to communicate. So prayer is just conversation back and forth, however that is for you. And there's right. a lot of different ways to, to, to hear, to hear or see or sense or feel, but it will always yield the fruit of peace. A peace be on yes. of your heart, sifting, deciding all things. Yes. It always builds you up, even if it's a correction. I mean, yes. it's always, it's always good in the way that we're not violating something inside and calling it good, right? Yes. Um, yes. right. And so you, you, you are transformed, even if it's a, a gradual process. And usually it is from glory to glory to glory. You're transfigured because he's pulling that out of you. It's engaging yes. with the person yes. of love. Who, who just yes. adores you right where your confusion yes. is, your darkness is, your 
crappy theology, your blindness, <laughs> your crappy behavior, pride. whatever, your pride. Yes. Um, all of that. And, and, uh, you know, cause we're, we're just, we just need help. <laughs> we, we, do. we, we always need help and it's good. That's not, you know, it's like, that's why he's the helper and he yeah. loves his job, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love it. I think, I think too, um, you know, one of the things in kind of keeping with the, the whole theme of like this, this, um, impression that God put in my heart that day and this dream that he put in my heart, uh, dream maybe isn't the right word, but just, um, passion, I guess, <laughs> to, um, to be a voice for the people, anybody, mm-hmm. but a, a lot with women, but, um, anybody who's walked through a fragmentation in their life, yeah. their identity, um, or, or confusion or, you know, any type of trauma or anything, cause mm-hmm. we've all walked through it. Um, yeah, my passion is that those that are walking in this, this veil, this mm-hmm. just not seeing rightly. Cause I mean, where I think, like you said, we're going from glory to glory mm-hmm. and, um, grace to grace or whatever. I'm not sure if I didn't say that right, but you know what I'm you saying? Did. Glory to glory, veiling. grace to grace, strength to strength, yeah. brighter to brighter, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So God's unveiling. He's, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, I, I believe that in the unveiling, we actually, that's how I learned to hear his voice. That's how I grew closer to him. That's how I experienced the honey it's love beautiful. of God. Yeah. You know, if he just takes us and like instantly makes everything perfect, mm-hmm. which we know objectively it's that way. Um, you know, what, where is any relationship in that. No, you know? and that's the whole point. God, sometimes so many of us fall into the trap of being so angry at God because evil stuff happens or there's pain, whatever. And we're like, well, you have these promises. So wave your magic wand. So boom, there it is. And God is relational. So he's going to partner with you. This is all about relationship. He's not about a magician yes. to do magic tricks on you. He's about yes. this relational thing. And so if, if there's something that's not manifesting, there's probably a breakdown somewhere in that relationship. And that's what needs to be short of. And that's what he's after. And then you get the, the, the healing or the prosperity, whatever it is that you want as a byproduct, but it's always yes. relation. That's the main thing. Okay. Yes. Remain in me yes. and me and you. That's relational and you're bear much fruit. The fruit yes. is a byproduct. Even like, yes. even, you know, I have this addiction, whatever, boom, wave your magic wand and deliver me. I mean, sometimes stuff happens miraculously, instantaneous, usually not, but it's walking it out as a byproduct of abiding. And that's where yes. you retreat because you're in union with this God who is love. You're in union with this person who adores you and is in the process of conforming you. So as I said, you get everything, but you don't always get, you won't get everything all at once. It's all yours, but we're walking it out and being conformed in his image in the process. Yeah. Yeah. I like to say I'm not, I'm not where I want to be a hundred percent, but I'm definitely not where I was, (laughs) you know, Hallelujah. right. and in, in, in the journey, I'm like hand in hand with the, with the, with the beautiful love of God. Exactly. And, um, and he's my strength when I'm weak. Absolutely. And, um, and Absolutely. The power of, you know, even forgiveness. I mean, I, I couldn't forgive anybody before, you know? Wow. And, um, right. And that's a, that's a really love. stuck place to be. And then he gives you the grace to forgive the unforgivable because we've yeah. actually all been forgiven. So we forgive for yes. our freedom 
right? Yes. And release the perpetrator, whatever, to the Lord and let the Lord heal those places so we're not stuck, right? Yes. Does that make sense? So, um, yeah, any kind of like final bits of wisdom, ooey gooey goodness of God? (laughs) Um, I, I feel like, um, there's some things that are really important that we, we, I think that help us in this journey. And that is to, uh, to uh, the journey is about rest. Mm. You know, it's about rest and it's about trust. It's not about like, how can I do something to get somewhere with God? It's about God's already done that. We are, you know, completely, I love, like I said, Brian Simmons is wrapped around. He's wrapped around and he's in us and he's all around. And the strength of him is within us. Mm-hmm. And so, but where we end up having some conflict, I think, is when we forget that and we mm-hmm. don't trust that he has his, our best interest in all things at heart. Yeah. And the circumstances of the world sometimes can throw us, obviously, too. Sure. We see sure. things, like you said, we, you know, you're looking at things that are dark or evil or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, my goodness. You know, we you, see you through our pain that. and think that's all yeah. there is. And then we yeah. color God with our pain being the perpetrator, quote, unquote. And that's just a really right. rough place to be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So much we, awesome we can, stuff. <laughs> yeah, we accuse God. Yes, and, we do. And, Etc. And we, yeah. we we kind of forget that we have things we we do in our own strength at times. So. Maybe one or two things. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, <laughs> just quite a, just, just a couple. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I, I feel um, you know if if I have one message that I'm going to just trumpet the rest of my life, it is the goodness of God, the kindness of God, and the honey love that heals all things all things, no matter what people have been through. And I know people that have been through some horrific things that that God, God is, is the power in that Mm -hmm. and the strength in that that heals. Wow. And so I will trumpet that voice and, 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 and I'll trumpet that voice that when people are speaking about themselves in a way that's contrary to God, I'll always be the voice that says, no, no, in love. That's not who you are. Oh, absolutely. Because you love, you do yeah. that. You champion people yeah. that way. That's, oh, that's yeah. so gorgeous. So, yay. Yes. Um, so I'm sure you guys want to hear more from Lisa. I know you do a lot of Facebook lives and things. Where can they find you on social media? Wherever, where, if they want to find Lisa, how yeah, do they find so, Lisa? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm active on Facebook and I have Instagram as well. And I think, uh, on Instagram is just my, it's Wentworth Couture. So that's okay. my maiden name. I'm my yes. married name. And, and nice. on Facebook, it's Lisa Wentworth Couture. Yes. And, um, and I'm, and I am building a, a YouTube and a Patreon account, but I'm, I'm still in the process of that. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to probably give that out yet. Sure. Um, just because there's some content that I want to start writing and I'm Yay. a writer as well. Boy, I can tell so. you've got, you just have so much in there. And so I, I was going to say that, um, I so see that on you. Uh, well, it's been awesome, Lisa. Oh my goodness. I've yeah. enjoyed every little morsel. It's always wonderful and beautiful and powerful to link yeah. arms and get together and just chat. Love it. This, this is wonderful. And, 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 and part of like what I was speaking of too, is just, I'll say finally, is that 
I've felt very strongly in this season that we're in that the voice of women, God is really mm. unveiling many yeah. voices of women yeah. at this time to bring healing and comfort and Absolutely. just to, you know, during COVID and everything, there's a place of sensitivity in that. Mm-hmm. There's a place of compassion, not that men are compassionate mm-hmm. and all that, but there's something different about this, you know, the, the, the voice of women. Um, I think. And that is so powerful because uh, creation needs that. And yes. where it's kind of, we've been behind the scenes a lot and, you know, this is not to burn our bras. But, right, exactly. But it's, it's, it's been a thing, uh, since, oh, I think Eve, but however that is, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but, um, but, and, and, and so people, women need to be empowered to be, to be, uh, raising their voice because it's healing for men. It's healing for women. It's just healing yes. for creation. And so yes. this is such a time. And I know there's so many women out there. Um, and I'm going to look to the camera because this is a big deal, uh, including people watching that yes. are like, they know they have something, but they're kind of drawing back. And I, you know, both Lisa and I encourage you to, if you've got something, start to share it, start social media is free, um, that kind of thing. But we need your voice. We're better together. Let's link arms. We're not in competition. Never were. Um, let's link arms and share a message that will literally release creation from its bondage. And that is so needed. And, and you do that so well. Um, I, golly, I just so appreciate and love you, Lisa. You're amazing. And yeah. um, I love you too, Catherine. Yeah. This has been been an awesome talk today. And Yay. Love to share all the time with you. I love it. I love it. Will you come back? Sure. Yay. Yeah, love that. Time. Awesome. <laughs> love that. Well, yes. awesome. So everybody go find Lisa on social media. She will bless the socks off of you. Uh, she's just kind of gotten warmed up today. I know she carries so yeah. much. <laughs> and then we're looking forward to whatever you end up writing, however that comes across. But let's keep in touch and hopefully Absolutely. we have you back on again soon. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Love you and bye everybody. Love you too. (laughs) Goodbye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.